Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined today by a special guest host, Mr. Matthew Kranz. Matthew, how are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Wonderful. Uh, Matthew and I are heading over to a big faculty retreat today, so exciting, big, long meeting, recap of the last school year, looking forward to the next school year, so uh, should be an exciting, fun day of meetings for us. Uh, I want to start with a devotion today based on John chapter 14. Uh, this is taken from our Read the Bible in a Year program, which you, again, can find right on our website on our homepage. There's a list of readings every single day from the Old Testament, New Testament, and Psalms and Proverbs. You can click on that every day and uh, see what the daily Bible readings And if you go through it for a full year, you'll read the whole Bible in a year. So our gospel reading for today comes from John chapter 14, 1 to 6, and these are the words of Jesus. He says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And will take you to myself, that where I am, you may also be. And you know the way to, to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Matthew, right now we're right in this kind of in-between part of the church here between the ascension when Jesus rose and physically left his disciples and Pentecost when the Holy Spirit arrived. So I thought this was certainly appropriate for us to be talking about because Jesus is saying here, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. But then he promises that he's going to come once again. So maybe think about it from the disciples' perspective just to start about start with is uh, what are the disciples, what, were they, what was going through their head? Well, Jesus does this a few times in the New Testament where uh, his followers, disciples, uh, the people around him ask a question, you know, what is this? You know, what is the resurrection? What is the way, the truth, and the life? And then Jesus has to explain it and completely change the way that they're thinking. So the disciples here are still kind of earthly focused and not thinking exactly what Jesus is intending as we see in the previous chapter when he washes their feet. Uh, and so he has to reset their minds again. And mm. it's a credit to Jesus that he so patiently does this every single time. Again and again. Again yeah. and again. And it's a good lesson for us because how, how many times in a, in a day even do we get focused on the earthly things and not understand exactly how we're supposed to be looking at something? Yeah, absolutely. And so he says he's going to come take us to himself because he wants, you know, that, this is a wonderful promise, and this, this, these verses I've used in many, many funeral services because it's a great promise that God is preparing a place for us. This time I did use the ESV version uh, in that verse 2. We're probably more familiar with the, in my father's house are many mansions. Um, that's what the one we're more familiar with, but it's probably not a great translation. Rooms is probably better. I think a lot of people think of, well, my mansion in the sky or whatever, and uh, that's based on this verse. But the, really, it, it really means room. And I think what we realize is in heaven, it's going to be whatever we need to be happy. <laughs> and we don't need, if, a mansion is kind of a materialistic idea of this great big house. And that's not necessarily what Jesus was saying there. But let's skip forward a little bit and, and talk about, Thomas asked this question, you know, Lord, he says, you know where I'm going. And Thomas says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the opposite. Like you said, we do, but we don't. Uh, how can we know the way? And Jesus uh, says this wonderful I am statement, one of the, the seven or eight, depending on how you count them, I am statements in the Gospel of John. Uh, I am the way and the truth and the life. So let's break those down. Uh, maybe we'll start with the first one. What do you think Jesus means when he's saying, I am the way? Well, 
that concept is illustrated in other parts of Scripture. He is the only way to heaven, mm-hmm. the straight and narrow path. Yeah. Um, and the only, yeah, it's a counter idea to what was kind of the thinking back then, right? That you had to work for it or that mm-hmm. you relied on your ancestry or those kind of Pharisee thoughts. And, uh, yeah, he says, don't forget about all that. You know, I am the way. I'm mm-hmm. what you need to focus on. Yeah. Not these other things. Yeah. It makes me think of, you know, I, I uh, was watching this documentary on, like, these uh, guys would go under, go explore the Amazon jungle, you know. And we think of, like, the jungle as, like, you kind of walk along through there and see the the trees and there's lots of brush. No, it's, like, impenetrable, like, shrubbery. It's just, like... You cannot get through there. And so if you want to go through there, you need to literally clear the way. Like you got to get a machete out. You have to have guys taking turns because you're swinging and hacking and carving, carving the jungle away just so you can walk a path. You know what I mean? That's what I think of with this way idea is like Jesus carved and hacked and worked his way a path to heaven, right? He had to carve the way. And so he is the way, you know, at both both making the way and also being the way to heaven, I guess, in that sense. That's a good that's a good picture. It reminds me of that alone show. Oh yeah. They have to hack yeah. through it like you have all these contestants who fail like, you know, less than a mile in because yeah. they're just not used to it. Right. Other thing you know, the passage that comes to mind is uh, I'm my word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Mm-hmm. And just you can't see the path on your own. You yeah. just can't. You can't look anywhere else. Yeah. It's only through Jesus who is the word that yeah, all of a sudden it's like reveal, like a magic spell almost. It's revealed. Yeah. It's right there. That's how you need to walk. Well, I think that's a good transition to the next one. So, you know, the light is also the truth, right? The truth is what lights your way. Um, Jesus prayed to his heavenly Father, sanctify them by uh, your truth. Your word is truth, right? So it's the word of God is the truth. But here he, said, here he says, I am the truth. I think, we li- you know, we live in a world where uh, people talk about your truth or my truth, the idea of subjective truth, um, whereas Jesus is really... He's the objective truth. He's something outside of ourselves that reveals to us who we are, sinners, who God is, a loving, loving creator, and also what he did for us, which is to rescue and redeem us through the, the blood of Christ. And that is the truth and how important that is because so often we have bad days or sad days or not feeling so great days. And if our relationship with God was based on the way we feel, we'd be in a lot of trouble. But when we were told objectively, here's the truth, uh, boy, that's comforting. It is. It just, in all things, you know, that's the baseline. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the truth. And then you can work things out from there, but you yeah. gotta, you gotta come back to that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I thought Paul Pierce always called himself the truth. Oh, yeah. He was like, maybe not that guy, <laughs> but and it's just a distorted view of what people think is the truth and how they can be the truth for themselves. And Absolutely. I don't know. I think you and I both know from our own experiences that the more you double down on yourself the more lost you become yeah definitely yeah when you're in trouble go back to the truth i mean the truth is what what is there to guide you absolutely and the last one is the life you know and this ties in this whole section of you know he says let not your hearts be troubled uh, i go to prepare a place for you i will come to take you to myself um, that's that not just the physical life we're blessed with the spiritual life we've been blessed with but the, also the eternal life that jesus gives to us he gives us all those things and he is the source of all those things we know that all things were made through him. We know that he is the one who sends the spirit to work that faith in our heart. He works through the word, the truth, and to give us a spiritual life. And he's preparing a place for us now, as he says in these verses. So Jesus is fully <laughs> the life. Um, and this one also ties in with one of the other I am statements. You know, the I am the resurrection and the life. 
uh, which he said uh, to Martha on the way to Lazarus's tomb. And so, you know, I just think that last sentence that no one comes to the Father except through me. The only way to the only way to the Father is through Jesus. The only way to know the truth is through Jesus. The only way to have life, uh, and especially that eternal life, is through Jesus. So, um, what a what a great blessing! What a fun section here in John 14 that Jesus really used, as you said, to start with Matthew to refocus the disciples' minds on what is truly most important, which is not the physical things, the material things, the earthly things, but the eternal things. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, just a great, I mean, all passages by Jesus are great, but this mm-hmm. one is great too. Um, and he, yeah, they're wondering what he's doing. He's trying to prepare them, and they're not ready for it. I mean, mm-hmm. They don't, their understanding isn't there, but he leaves them everything they need. Yeah. Yeah, when I am gone, remember, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. No one comes to the Father except through me. And those following verses, they're like, show us the Father, Jesus. You know, who is he? Or just show him once, and that'll be enough. Yeah. And he ties it back, like, you've seen me, and you've seen the Father. I am what you're trying to achieve. I am uh, the way, the truth, and the life. I am the path to heaven. I am what everyone has been searching for. Yeah. And they don't recognize it right now. Yeah. Uh, but he still gives it to them, and yeah. trusting that the Spirit comes and works in them as he, he did, and that he will come and work in us as well. Yeah. Uh, because these, this is the simple truth that we need. Yeah. You know, Jesus is the way. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of the whole sermon theme this last weekend was, you know, Jesus pumped all this information into the disciples' brains and they just didn't get it, you know, at the time. But I think you made that good point is they might not have understood what all this meant, but later when the Spirit came, right, which was, again, we're on this in-between Ascension and Pentecost right now, that's when everything clicked for them. Yeah. So pray the Spirit would work, continue to work in us and work through the Word just as he did for the disciples as well. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for being the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you for coming from the Father to live among us, to, to uh, be the perfect sacrifice for our sins, to rise again on that first Easter morning, and to ascend into heaven where you are, as you promise, preparing a place for us that you may come again and take us to be with yourself. We look forward to that day, Lord Jesus, and we pray, come quickly. Amen. Amen. All right, a couple of updates and reminders for you. Uh, online midweek Bible class goes on this evening at 7 p.m., so please tune into that uh, using the link on the church calendar or on our website as well. Uh, next Monday, we have a special Memorial Day service at 10 a.m. at Pilgrim's Rest Cemetery. If there is a rain out, please note that the service will be moved to the church. Also should notice this coming weekend uh, is the start of our summer schedule, so we'll not have Bible class or Sunday school. Uh, but we will uh, uh, just simply be having our regular service times at 6 p.m. Saturday evening and 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Adopt a Highway got rescheduled to uh, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after, June 3rd at 9 a.m. So hope you can join us for that. And then finally, that same weekend, uh, our vicar for the summer, Paul Genton, uh, will be joining us and we will do his installation June 3rd and 4th. So uh, look forward to that. Also note that this past week was at the end of our school year, so we are now on our summer school schedule. So I want to say thank you to all the teachers and staff and faculty, all the work that was done this past year. Thank you to all the students for your hard work as well. I pray that everyone has a blessed and restful summer, and that we can all come back again next fall as we look forward to uh, another school year blessed by the Lord. Coming up this summer as well, our Vacation Bible School is scheduled for uh, July 24th through the 28th. So you can find more information on that on our website. So I uh, hope we get a good turnout for VBS this summer. Which brings us to our prayer list for today. We keep our standard cancer patients in our prayers. Carrie Dale, John Hine, Norma Carlson, Gary Hannell, 
Will Rucker in our prayers, as well as Linnea Salzig. Linnea had surgery about two weeks ago now, and we found out last week that she is cancer-free. So we give praise to God for that. We also pray on behalf of Gerhard Motsky. Oh, grandpa-in-law. Yeah. How's he doing? Uh, pretty good. Went to the concert last night. Oh, he did? Okay. Well, ec- excellent. Good to hear. We also keep Norma Bussey and Marv Lighting in our prayers, both of whom were hospitalized this past weekend and both returned home. So we pray that God would continue to be with and bless each of them and give them strength as they need. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, hymn 355, uh, very fitting with our text for our devotion. Thou art the way to thee alone, from sin and death we flee, and he who would the Father seek must seek him, Lord, by thee. Thou art the truth, thy word alone true wisdom can impart. Thou only canst inform the mind and purify the heart. Thou art the life, the rending tomb proclaims thy conquering arm, and those who put their trust in thee nor death nor hell shall harm. Thou art the way, the truth, the life, grant us that way to know, that truth to keep, that life to win, whose joys eternal flow. Amen.